श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए गोल भक्तवृंद की जाए गोल प्रेम आनंदे सो वी आर गैदर टू कंटिन्यू आवर डिस्कशन ऑफ द पंचतत्व मंत्र दिस इज द लास्ट मंत्र एज वी नो ऑफ द auspicious invocation to chaitanya charitamrita is composed by srup damodar and um krishna's kabiraj goswami has employed it hmm, for this purpose to conclude his um mangal charan and panchatatva atmakam krishnam bhakta rupa swarupakam bhaktavataram bhaktakyam namami bhakta shaktikam we ended in our last discussion on bhaktakyam and tonight we come to bhakti bhakti shakti kam hmm? um on the manifestation of the devotee hmm? constituted of the tasta shakti and from there we go to the devotee constituted of swarup shakti and we learned that the tasta shakti under the influence of the swarup shakti is what we is what is a devotee so how much then must be the swarup shakti a devotee hmm? such a great devotee in the person of gadadhar pandit so we come to discuss him tonight but we left off with uh, one certainly not to be underestimated three of us takur we left off in his home hmm? that he uh, where he facilitated the sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there's no one in Gorilla that facilitated the sankirtan of Mahaprabhu more than Sri Vastakor hmm? so as the paradigmatic devotee Sri Vas Adi Gaur Bhaktavrinda uh, uh, that others are named in connection with as devotees as well um he facilitated that which chaitanya mahaprabhu um came to that means by which chaitanya mahaprabhu um sought to experience the um, love of radha and to distribute it everywhere nam sankirtan this is the primary method to the madness of mahaprabhu and again shrivastakur hosted him in his house he made his house available for him fully and to whatever extent even his own family members would be in opposition to that or cause some inconvenience to mahaprabhu in their own house then um he would uh, dismiss them altogether even in some instances he appears to deal with them rather harshly for getting in the way of mahaprabhu's sankirtan so he considered his house veritably the you know to to exist for the purpose of mahaprabhu's sankirtan good example of a householder and uh and of course he he his his name is shrivas so she means radha and vasu means residence so in the house of tak shibastakur in in the sankirtan of mahaprabhu you find radha takurani 
takes her residence there. She can be found there. The full idea of what Mahaprabhu came to experience, this is experienced there. Now we're talking about it, of course, in terms of the manifest Leela, the earthly Leela, and we described Mahaprabhu was exploring himself and um, and manifesting different bhavas and so on and so forth. And it's it's uh, when he comes to Puri that he, in a more concentrated way, pursues the Radha Bhava. But that whole Puri Leela, hmm, all the teachings to Rupa Goswami, the teachings to Sanat Goswami, the teachings to Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, the teaching to Venkata Bhatta, the teaching to Prakasananda Saraswati, all big luminaries in the subcontinent, um, all of the lessons um, that we are to be drawn from his example and the entire sannyas lila of Mahaprabhu. <clears throat> um, this all more or less uh, serves as the ground in the courtyard of Sri Vastakur where the Sankirtan, uh, Rasa Sankirtan, was performed. In other words, all of that, imbibing all of that sambandagyan, understanding all of that theoretically and putting it all into practice hmm, is all part of entering into the Sankirtan at the house of Shiva Stakur in the Aprakat Leela, in the Unmanifest Leela, in the Nitya Leela. Hmm, because our entry will be ultimately there. Of course, we'll enter through the, in, the, in the Manifest Leela to some extent, to be trained to enter the, the Nitya Leela. <clears throat> so it's a very special place. Hmm? Shiva Sangam. I was fortunate to have performed Kirtan in that place. Maybe some of you have as well. So um, this is where we left off. But in a really exciting point, if you will, from there leaving the house of Srivastava, where not just anyone was allowed to get in. Again, they had to have all this qualification, bhakti qualification. Hmm? The minimal qualification for bhakti, of course, is the faith in the efficacy of bhakti, but that is cultured and grown and developed. Faith turns into taste and so on and so forth. And as we know, there's a, there's a progression uh, in, 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 in bhakti. And so this is for very highly, highly qualified bhaktas. But Mahaprabhu came out of Srivas Angan and his private kirtan to make it public hmm? and himself personally show the way. He began in Nadia um, to perform the sankirtan. Ultimately he took sannyas and went to Puri and traveled throughout India and so on and so forth. <clears throat> so this, just as the mature leela of Krishna and the dwarka leela of Krishna properly understood, are all pointing back to the virtues of the Vrindavan Leela. Hmm? As I said before, although Krishna is in Dwarka, with the queens of Dwarka and Uddhava and others and so forth, hmm, the pangs of separation experienced by the Brajabhasis and the Gopis in particular is so extraordinary that we can understand that their love for him exceeds what we see in Dwarka, and therefore he must be more present in Vrindavan in his, in his apparent absence than he is in his apparent presence in Dwarka. And this is the teaching. So similarly, Mahaprabhu is taking sannyas and leaving Vrindavan, apparently, hmm, is really all for pointing back to the virtues, the glory of the 
of the, the leaving Navadvipa, I should say, the, the Navadvip Leela. Hmm? So you can get the high end in one sense, it appears in Puri. So, yes, it is the high end, and it corresponds with the, the house of Sri Vastaka. It's taking a different shape, though. Hmm? In the shape in Puri, he's unapproachable. Hmm? When it takes the shape of the Kirtan and Shiva's Angam, then devotees can, uh, qualified devotees would be in the Leela, move with him like, like friends and uh, with Nimai Pandit, let's go. Let's go to the house of Shiva's for Kirtan. Hmm? Finish some Mikprasad and go. Hmm? With Nimai, you can't all go and enter the Gambira. Hmm? Uh, so, this is where we left off, and we come then to, of course, as I say, the, uh, the um, Bhakti Shakti, uh, and this refers to the internal potency of Krishna, the Swarup Shakti, when that that when which when blessing the Tatasta Shakti, the Tatasta Shakti, the Jeev Shakti becomes a devotee. Hmm? So we ought to find very extraordinary devotees constituted out of Swarup Shakti. Indeed, the one that has been singled out, of course, in the Panchatattva is Gadadha Pandit. Hmm? So we've talked about the Sarup Shakti, um, you know, many times. We've talked about it in this series of, of discussions, um, how it's the primal Shakti of Bhagawan, how, in a sense, it animates the Absolute. Hmm? The essence of the Sarup Shakti is Bhakti. So a particular manifestation of the Samvit and Ladini, which are aspects, elements of the uh, Srupa Shakti, and that manifests in the heart of a particular devotee, then a corresponding form of the Lord appears. So there's a connection, there's a oneness, there's a unity between the love of God, that is Bhakti, that is the essence of the Srupa Shakti, and the form of Bhagavan, the qualities of Bhagavan, the leelas of Bhagavan. Hmm? Krishna's moving under the influence of, of, of Radhika, hmm? Also, the full full personification of the uh, Swarup Shakti, presiding over Ladini, but Swayam Shakti, she's the source of all Shaktis. Hmm. So, uh, these things have been discussed at some length. I think we're left just to discuss the person, really, of Gadadhar Pandit, who is probably the most difficult person of the Panchatattva to understand. And the person about whom Krishna Skaviraj Goswami has written the least, while at the same time he's the most important person in all of Gorlila. So that's very uh, interesting. We should try to explore that. <clears throat> um, we, for example, we. We, we we don't find hmm, that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami identifies Gadadhar with Radha. Hmm? Although we know in Gaudiya Vaishnavism it's readily understood that Gadadhar is the Radha of Gorlila. Hmm? And so as I say, he's he's not discussed very much. He's Mentioned very little. There's a couple of some leelas, a couple of leelas that he's um, um, depicted in, um, and they're important in their own light. But 
um, he is, uh, 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 in, a, in, in a way, seems to be somewhat underemphasized in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And this is a big example. He is not openly identified with Radha, although the whole Sampradaya identifies him with Radha. Hmm? And so we might question why that's so. I've reasoned at times that that what Kaviraj Goswami has labored very hard to do in Chaitanya Charitamrita is to is to make a case for this central point of the uh, theology that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Hmm? And if you look closely, you see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also Radha. And he's more Radha than he is Krishna. Hmm? So that's a quite an effort. Hmm? He does it very... Um, Elegantly, eloquently, hmm? um, and uh, in a very compelling way, but it's it's a very high theological um, idea, and um, so it it to, to then turn and make the case that Gadadhar is Radha may have he may have reasoned this is too much to go this far and then expect the audience digest this after already presenting them with, a, with them with a rather complex theological um, argument hmm? that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha and Krishna and he's more Radha than Krishna and so on. Hmm. That may be so, but there may be other reasons as well. Hmm? And there may be, it may, may be the very nature of Gadadhar that caused him to um, uh, just fall short of making that identification. He identifies him with fully with the primal shakti, the internal energy, and so on and so forth, but he doesn't come out and say that he's Radha. And of course, Krishna Kaviraj Goswami is very much the representative of the Vrindavan Goswamis, Rupa Goswami, hmm? Sanatana Goswami. He's voicing Rupa Goswami's experience and understanding of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and, and giving that to the whole world, to the Bengal side and so forth. Uh, we've talked about this before. There, there are two groups. There are the Bengal side, and then on the Vrindavan side, the Goswamis were for developing the theology and writing in Sanskrit and so forth. So um, he very much represents the Goswamis. I remember when I first read Chaitanya Charitamrita, I thought, oh, all the, all the whole Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is in here. The books of the Goswamis are all here. He's quoting them and so forth, the essence of them. Their understanding of the Bhagavatam, they, 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 the way they understand, they comment on the Bhagavatam, it's represented in Chaitanya Charitamrita and so forth. So he's very faithful uh, to them. He tells his own story how he went to Vrindavan, how he was blessed by the leading uh, devotees there and got the order to write Chaitanya Charitamrita. So it's under their influence and their tutelage that he's come to write about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they, my point is, the Vrindavan Goswamis, there is no clear evidence in any of their writings that can be authoritatively or conclusively attributed to them hmm, um, to uh, demonstrate that they identified Gadadhar with Radha. Hmm. There are some people uh, who have written uh, after Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, one Radhakrishna Goswami, who is in the line of Rupa Goswami, um, 
and has made a case that this was the opinion of Rupa Goswami and he attributes some verses to Rupa Goswami um, uh, one verse in particular where he says that Radha, Gadada is Radha but we don't uh, it may be so but there's no uh, objective evidence to corroborate that more likely it, it, it seems that the Goswamis were silent on this issue now silence uh, doesn't mean denial by any means. Indeed, the Goswamis were relatively silent about the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in comparison to the extent to which that they wrote about the divinity of Krishna as Swayam Bhagwan, the source of all avatars, and about Radha and Krishna. As I've often said, they wrote about Radha Krishna in such a way that if you understand it properly, you're looking for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? While they didn't write much directly about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they weren't involved in identifying at all in their writings different members of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's retinue and entourage with persons of Vrindavan. This is the work of Kavi Karnapur and others. We don't find this uh, in, in their writings. Um, and they weren't writing really the narrative of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They weren't or none of them were the bi- any of the biographers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, they wrote Leela Grantas about Radha and Krishna. Hmm? They didn't write Leela books about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They have some astakams to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, praise of him. They offer respect to him in different places at the onset of their various books and so forth. Hmm? And various followers, obviously, and so forth. But they are the architects of the Sampradaya, hmm? commissioned by Mahaprabhu himself, and I think that they n- knew uh, or reasoned how far to go with uh, different aspects of the sampradaya to establish it and so forth. When you're establishing a new theory, then uh, or what's what's or a new 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 lineage, let's say a sampradaya, then there may be some opposition and new ideas and so forth. I read a quote today from M- Max Planck famous uh, physicist of the past who said that new paradigms are never accepted until the holders of the old paradigms die. <laughs> Something to that effect was the essence of what he said. You can tell that to some of my, my friends. <clears throat> that uh, <laughs> It's quite, uh, quite a bit of, bit of truth to that. The, the, the new, new, new ways are hard to come by. New ideas... It took Copernicus, for example, who was had the initial insight as to the uh, what do they call it? The um, what is it? Helio, helio, sun-centric, the heliocentric nature of the planet's orbit, as opposed to a geocentric um, perspective, which preceded him. But it wasn't until Galileo. And Kelper, and after Copernicus died, and so forth, which is now quite some time, that it actually became accepted. Hmm? This is a huge shift in in the uh, scientific uh, community. So um, there's a there's while science prides itself on objectivity hmm? and uh, a lack of bias and so forth, we see everyone's human. Hmm? You understand? Scientists are human. Science is one thing, 
scientists are another. <laughs> They're humans trying to be objective. That's hard. <laughs> That's very difficult. Hmm. When the, I saw part of the movie of the last Star Trek on the airplane once, the last now they have new new additions, I think, with new actors, but the but the original actors who were the Doctor Spock and the Captain Kirk, and the last mission was to find God. Is there a God? And they were going. I didn't see the whole thing, but but the at the end. They came to the there was a conclusion, and they weren't sure if they'd found God or not. And Captain Kirk said to Spock, and Kirk was a human, and Spock was a non-human. He was he was he was a, what the scientist wants to be, at least in the lab, without any heart, totally objective, no emotion, to sway one, and cause a bias, and so forth. And so Captain Kirk said, was asked, well, so did we find him? By Spock, said, I think the God is that lives in the human heart. And Spock just kind of raised his eyes. Hmm, well, <laughs> that's a pretty good answer. It's like, is he there or is he not? I guess it could go one way or the other. It depends how you look at it. Which is kind of where we are. And we always will be. There will be the theists, and there will be the atheists, and then there will be the, the fence-sitters, hmm? the agnostics. Hmm? We are kind of... Uh, theistic agnostics, and that we are theistic, and in the context of our theism, we acknowledge that God cannot be known. Hmm? Unknown and unknowable. Hmm? He's lovable, but to know hmm, completely, in other words, is, is, is not possible. Hmm? He's trying to find himself, this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? understand himself from the perspective of Radha, who arguably knows him better than himself as your friends often know you better than yourself, they're objective. You look in the mirror and you have this objective view of what you look like. And then you get a picture of yourself and you go, that's not me. They go, yeah, that's you. <laughs> your friends say, that's you. I don't think that I look like that. So, <laughs> so, 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 who's that? Lost my, distracted me. So, what was the point? So, hmm? yeah, we were into science and objectivity, but we went to Max Planck for some reason, and it takes change to come. Right, it takes some time for a paradigm to change. As it's true with science, so it is with religion, which really are both about truth. Hmm? Really, there's no difference. Science is pursuing truth in a particular, by a particular methodology. Hmm? And religion is pursuing truth by a particular methodology. The difference is that science pursues truth with an objective methodology to examine the objective world. Hmm? And it, it cannot deal with subjectivity because it's not objective. <laughs> and the religious world... Uh, Puts, has more confidence in the subjective. Hmm? This is really the divide. What is true is not what is objectively true, necessarily, or what is subjectively true, but which one you personally, subjectively, <laughs> put more credit, more, more, have more confidence in. Hmm? If you think the subjective has more value, then you can side with that. If you think the objective has more value, of course, 
we we are subjectivists in a sense, so we will argue that you, we are we are all such. We all have consciousness, and we all have our uh, we are consciousness. Without consciousness, there's no consciousness. You have to think about that one for a minute. Without consciousness, there's no consciousness. So consciousness is the most foundational thing. So even if you want to believe uh, and have more faith, if you will, in what can be objectively demonstrated as its thought, as far as that's possible, that subjectivity is involved in that. It's, it's unavoidable because it's a conscious being that's making that determination hmm, that I believe more in the the objective truths and so forth. So we'll argue in this way. The consciousness is the most is, is foundational. Hmm? Hmm. Um, but at any rate, both science and religion, as I'm saying, they're in pursuit of the truth. They have different methodologies. There's some crossover, at least with from the, from the religious side, I believe. Um, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's followers were bringing a new. A new sampradaya, a new idea, hmm? an old idea from their perspective, an ancient idea, an eternal idea, in the scriptures, but drawing out from the scriptures that which had not been demonstrated previously, not had been thought of before, which shows, speaks of the dynamic nature of shastra. Hmm? When in touch with someone with feeling for the text, something can come out that wasn't seen there previously. If you read Jiva Goswami's rendering of the Bhagavatam's uh, Krishna Varnam Tisakrishnam Sangopangastraparshadam Yadnai Sankirtana Prayer Yadantihi Sumedasa. This verse, you'll think, how could it mean anything other than this is described in the Yuga Avatar and it perfectly describes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But no one had read it like that previously to Jiva Goswami. Hmm? So his time had come, the time of Chaitanya had come. So the time for understanding where he is in Scripture had to come also, and they found the way, and so forth. Hmm? But, when you're establishing a new sampradaya, then you know, you know how far you're going to get with a certain point, how not, and you may go a little slowly, and so forth. So the Goswamis, they may have, they, as I say, they, they, they emphasize Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the most significant and substantial way, even while not directly speaking, writing about him anywhere near to the extent that others had written about him, like Kavi Karnapur or Mari Gupta or uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, Vrindavan uh, Thakur, and so on and so forth. Hmm? But I mean, what, I mean by, what I mean by that is that they, as I say, they, they spoke about a... a the, the ground, if you will, on which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must appear. Hmm? They spoke about Radha Krishna in such a way that you could understand. Oh, Krishna wants he 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 meets the, he meets the limits of his own leela hmm? in terms of tasting rasa, seeing that rasa's, Radha's experience exceeds his. His leela is not facilitating him to taste that. He he he's a taster of rasa. He has to taste it. Hmm? They leave us with that. And this then is the ground on which Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami built a huge temple of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Adbhuta Mandir hmm? of Gauranga. Hmm? The Yoga Pitha of Navadvipa arises out of this. 
Vrindavadvipa is the lotus inside the lotus of Vrindavan. Gupta Vrindavan. Hmm. The hidden Vrindavan. Hmm. And so as deep as we go into Vrindavan is in the middle of the Rasalila and Krishna's paying a tribute to Radha. Hmm. I cannot repay you in kind for the love that with, by which you've approached me. You have to be satisfied with that love. But, but I'm not satisfied <laughs> not tasting that love. Hmm? So this, this, this is... You look there deeply, then you go from within the lotus of Vrindavan, you find yourself in the lotus of Navadvip. Hmm? Very mystical. Hmm? So this is where they very powerfully took us and laid the foundation, as they say, and Krishna's coming after them with Chaitanya Charitamrita, emphasizing this point, playing it out, explaining it in detail and so forth, he um, built the temple on that ground, on that foundation. Not a weak foundation. Oh, you can cite different verses. This is Chaitanya saying, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as I said in Bhagavatam, this one. Other people say, yes, that's a good Some We will accept, we appreciate. Some people still, from the old paradigm, hmm, there will be some resistance. Hmm. So that was some academic exercise, if you will, on the part of the Goswamis. But what they really did, more substantially, was make this foundational ground. They understood the psychology of Krishna hmm? and made it clear. If you understand it properly, there must be a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There must be a Leela where Krishna pursues this somehow hmm? and becomes as Radha. As he, he's such a sankal, but whatever he wants has to happen. So it has to happen. Hmm? Of course, it will only happen by her grace. That's another thing. We have to come to that. But, but be, so they went a little slowly here and there, and then at time, with Krishna, they went in like a needle, and Krishna's came out all like a plow. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? But in doing so, again, he did not identify directly. Radha with uh, Gadadhar Pandit. Hmm? The Goswamis didn't either, but I'm giving reasons perhaps why they did not. But more so, hmm? I think that the very nature of of Gadadhar hmm? uh, lends to a better understanding of why Krishnas cast him in kind of a uh, apparently, overtly it appears at least, a little bit less of a limelight hmm, than if we say he's Radha. Directly, he, he becomes very, 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 very prominent. Hmm? So, but the obvious question arises if Radha and Krishna, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha and Krishna, and more Radha than Krishna, how could Gadadhar be Radha? And the not-so-simple answer <laughs> is that, well, that he's, uh, he is and he isn't. Hmm? He is and he isn't. He really is, but in another sense, in a lesser sense, he isn't. Hmm? So what do we mean by that? Of course, um, Gadadhar Pandit was the fast friend of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from uh, early in her life. Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Dev was maybe one year older than Gadadhar Pandit. Hmm? 
So they were very close by age. Nityananda Prabhu was quite a bit older. Advaita Buddha was, Advaita was much older. Srivas was much older. Of all the members of the Panchatattva, Radha is very close to him in age. So just the same age just forces, causes a bond in itself. Hmm? And Radha was a pundit, hmm? very learned, scholarly, Brahminical. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was also Nimai Pandit, scholar. So they had some things um, externally in in common, hmm? and they were inseparable in Vrindavan. While Mahaprabhu Nimai Pandit is experiencing himself in different ways, he's Swayam Bhagavan now in the dress of a devotee of himself. Hmm? And sometimes showing this bob, sometimes showing that bob. And if it, there's a famous occasion in which um, he's feeling great pains of separation, like Radha in Abhidweep, hmm? and calling out to Gadadhar Pandit, Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? And what does Gadadhar say to him? Be careful, don't worry, Krishna is in your heart. Hmm? Don't so calm down. Then Mahabharata began to to take scratch his chest like this to try to seriously and forcefully to open his heart to find Krishna. Hmm? So Gurudev had stop him, hmm? and Sachi saw this and said, "You protect him, stay with him always, protect my son from himself, from his ecstasy." Hmm? So she was she appointed. Radhar. Hmm? It's Yashoda Mai's greatest ambition that Krishna will marry Radha. <laughs> you should know that. Hmm? <laughs> she very much wants her son to marry, hmm? and she very much wants him to marry Radha. Hmm? That is her only choice for him. Main choice, only choice, really, primary choice. But of course, the nature of the Leela is such. That's not possible. Hmm? Oh, because Krishna's birth chart said that at a young age he would leave for foreign lands. Then what would become of her? So can't marry a person with a chart like that. Hmm? He's married at an early age, then he'll go away and live in a distant place in Dwarka and so forth. Huh? Hmm. But she feels it's right, it's right. Of course it is, because they are Swakya, they are one. Radha only belongs to Krishna, hmm? not to anyone else, but for the sake of parakya that Krishna takes much pleasure in. Then uh, uh, there, have, there have to be obstacles as a nature of parakya, obstacles to the love. Hmm? Uh, so she wants that. Here in Gorlila, she has, has the chance to take Radha in the form of Gorada by the hand and say, you stay with him always. Hmm? Certified by Sachimata. So they are fast friends. When Mahabhu left Nadia to take sannyas, Karara Pandit was with him. Followed him all the way to Puri. Jashoda, Sachimata was none different than Jashoda in Gorlila. She told Chaitanya Mahabhu, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, her boy, Vishwambar, Nimai Pandit, as he was nicknamed by uh, Sita Thakurani, Advaita's wife. Uh, had become Sri Krishna Chaitanya. What a big name, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Hmm? As a sannyasi, 
and he wanted to go to Vrindavan, but Sachi intervened and said, you go and stay in Puri. Puri is also a holy place, but it's close to Navadvip, like another room in the same house, so we can always get news of you. All the inhabitants of Navadvip, they could hear news readily, they could go at times, hmm? like during the Chattamasya for Rathiyatra, they would go. So Sachi engineered this. Mahaprabhu had taken sannyas, but then seeing his mother, who had come after he had taken sannyas and started to wander, Nityananda Prabhu tricked him and brought him back to the house of Advaita. Hmm? Everyone came except Vishnu Priya, but Sachi came. Hmm? Seeing his mother, he said, What have I done? In madness, at 24 years old, I've taken sannyas. Hmm? Mother, I put myself in your hands. What kind of sannyasi is that? <laughs> How embarrassing. So, not wanting her son to be criticized by the religious people for giving up sannyas, but not wanting to lose his company, she made this uh, solution that you stay with the sannyas, but don't go all the way to Vrindavan too far away. We'll never hear about you. Go to Puri, which is close. There's a lot of commerce between Puri and, and Navadvip. Hmm? So we'll be able to hear of you regularly. And some devotees can visit regularly. And of course they did. Hundreds of them would come annually to Puri to spend the rainy season and, and perform the Rathayatra with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So Sachi Devi engineered this and sent Gadadhar with him, of course. Hmm? Gadadhar went. So when Mahaprabhu was to reside in Puri. What did Gadadhar do? He took a vow to never leave Puri. Hmm? When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left Puri, <laughs> Hmm? to go to Vrindavan for a visit. Gadadhar followed him and broke his vow. Hmm? It's like gopis break the vow. Hmm? Radha breaks her apparent vow of marriage commitment and so forth in the context of the Leela for the Parakiya. So Gadadhar broke his vow. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu said, now you've broken your vow. Okay, you made your point. Go back to Puri. Hmm? You've made your point. This is the point. Now go back to Puri. Hmm? Why? Because if you come with me to Vrindavan, hmm, it will be a problem. Hmm? If you're too close to me now, it will be a problem. I'm trying to pursue the Radha Bhav. You are Radha. If you're with me, always, close, then it will be, it will be difficult. Hmm? You are Radha. I want to be Radha. Hmm? I need your blessings to be Radha, but... There's some problem here. Hmm? Hmm? Now in Puri, in a concentrated way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is trying to become Radha. Hmm? Experience Radha Prem. Hmm? We'll see in the Puri Lula, Gadadhar, he, he would give Bhagavatam class, he was given the Toda Gopinath temple uh, and the service of, of Gopinath from Mahaprabhu's own hands and so forth. As the Leela unfolds gradually, Gadadhar moves to the shadow. Hmm? He's not with him in the end. Because the more that Gadadhar is Radha, hmm? the more Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be Krishna. Hmm? He is Krishna, but he wants to be Radha. This is the important feature of his Leela. Hmm? In Navadweep, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, if she gives, she's trying, Gadadhar's trying to give her bhav to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but it's not an easy thing. Hmm? 
and how it will affect him. Hmm? It's very, it's very powerful. Hmm? So she gives a little, and then, and, and, and then she appears as Lalita, a slightly diminished from Radha's Bhava, the Bhava of Lalita Saki. When we say diminished, of course, we don't mean in a negative way, because it doesn't mean she's not Radha when she's Lalita, because Lalita could not give Chaitanya Mahaprabhu directly Radha Bhava. She doesn't have it. Got something very similar. Hmm? Only Radha could do that. Do you understand? So he's fully Radha, and to the extent that he gives Radha's Bhava to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm, he appears in a diminished condition as, as, as Lalita in Nadia, where there's a very little crossover. And Mahaprabhu is tasting the Radha Bhava in the Prakat Lila. And in Puri, as it become more intense, then you find him in Rukmini Bhav. Gudadha. And then retiring from the picture, commissioning his Radha, commissioning her best friends, Lalita Vishaka, to help him, instructing them. But she can't be there. She could not go to Brindavan with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? These are the internal reasons. Hmm? Also, if we emphasize that Gadadhar is fully Radha in all respects, then we tend to emphasize that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in all respects. Now he is Krishna in all respects, but he is Krishna in a particular mood also. So Gadadhar is Radha fully, but in a way, in a manifestation that corresponds with the mood of Krishna in this particular Leela. Hmm. This is a very significant point, of course. That's why Vrindavan Das Thakur is very blunt in Chaitanya Bhagavat when he says, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is Krishna. He can experience all bhavas, but he should only be worshipped in consideration of the particular mood that he's cultivating. Hmm? Or not in a way that interferes with that. It means that there's a section of devotees that, that say, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, Gadadhar is Radha. Hmm? He's fully Krishna. Therefore, he's Rasaraj, Rasaraj Gaur. Therefore, he tastes all sentiments. Therefore, we want to have Paraki above with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Vrindavan hmm? Das is against this. Hmm? Yes, he's Krishna, and some of Nityananda Prabhu's associates may see him as Krishna. Yashoda Mai may see, experience him in Vatsalya Bhav. Hmm? Some extent, Nityananda Prabhu's friends are in Sakya Bhav. They're all in Dasya Bhav. Hmm? In Gorlila. Radha Gradar is in Dasya Bhav, and in the context of his Dasya for Gore, he experiences the Madhurya hmm? of Krishna Lila. This is the secret of Gorlila. But one thing is Sakiras. People argue, well, sometimes we see some of the Goridas Pandit saw them as Krishna and Balaram, Gornitai. Hmm? Mother Yasoda saw him as Krishna. And Nitai is Balaram. Hmm? 
with some Vatsalya Bhakti. So, why not we cannot see him as uh, in Gopi Bhav, hmm? as the object of our Gopi of our of our par, I should say Parakya Bhav, our Parakya Bhav, Madurasa, <laughs> because in that particular instance, hmm, Krishna as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is trying to taste Radha's Bhav. Now, if you go to him and say, "I want you to be the object of Madurasa." And I will be the the the, the vessel of Madurasa. You will be the Ashrayalambana. I will be the Vishayalambana. Mahaprabhu says, "Please, please, I'm trying to be the Ashrayalambana of Madurasa myself. And now you want to make me the Vishayalambana of Madurasa. This is going against the very thing that I'm here for. Hmm? You understand? You understand?" Kind of, huh? Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, but what he wants to do is taste Radha's love. So he wants to be in Gopi Bhav. Hmm? He wants to be in Gopi Bhav. And he wants to worship Krishna. He wants Krishna to be the object of his love. If I say, no, I want you to be the object of my Madurasa. Hmm? Then this is a, this is a problem. Hmm? So, Bindamana says we don't do that. We, he can taste anything that, but we, but we only worship him in accordance with the bhava that he's in. And Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami has also said the same thing in a more subtle way. He said, only he said Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna coming to taste Radha's bhava. Hmm? That is his purpose. Hmm? And Krishna. Brajendranand and Krishna, only with Brajendranand and Krishna can one taste Gopi Bhava. And what is Gopi Bhava? Gopi Bhava is Parakirasa. Hmm? Parakirasa. Obviously, you cannot taste Gopi Bhava with Baraha, Nansingha, Vamana, or any other avatar. Hmm? He says, you can only experience it with Brajendranand and Krishna. Hmm? So you cannot experience it with Chaita, with Brajananda appearing as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in pursuit of that Baba himself, to taste it from the gopi's perspective, from Radha's perspective. Hmm? This is called Gornagari, hmm? Nadia, Nagari, different nuances of it. Um, and so neither Krishnadas nor Brindavandas accept this. The Goswamis have never said anything about this, hmm? never um, suggested this, no sadhana for this or anything of the sort. And it goes against the very core purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent. This is the position of Vrindavanas, this position of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. That's why we have to say Gadadhar is Radha, but he's Radha in a particular way that corresponds with the way in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Because hmm? if he's fully Radha in every respect, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has to be Krishna in every respect, and then you have your argument. Let's have Madhurasa with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which would have been a huge problem, obviously, for his teaching and preaching. Hmm? And there's no evidence of such in the Prakat Leela. Hmm? There's, there's no evidence. Vrindavanda says he never even looked at a woman, other than his wives. He makes this point particularly. So there's no... He didn't have any... He was not the 
romantic hero of many girls in, in, in Navadvip. Now, if you want to posit it, that, okay, not in the Prakat Leela, but in the Aprakat Leela, but the Prakat Leela and the Aprakat Leela, both Bhavas must be there. Hmm? There won't, there's no difference between the two. Hmm? That means that there are differences, but there's no difference in Bhava. Hmm? The difference in some details. But in the unmanifest Leela and the manifest Leela, there's no difference. Substantially, the Bhavas are there. Hmm? Therefore, there's Parakiya Bhava in, Go, in Golok, hmm? in Gokul, in Aprakat Leela, because it's in the Prakat Leela. And there's no, <laughs> there's no Nakari Bhava in the Aprakat Leela, because there's none in the Prakat Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So, Galadha Pandit, then, fast friend of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, coming to Puri, as I say, staying there. Hmm? Krishna's Kavaras is described throughout as kind of diminutive and timid in his uh, disposition. This is very much different than Radha, who's very outgoing and forceful and Vamagopi, left-wing gopi, dominant. Krishna becomes the dear Lalita, means controlled by his lover. That lover is Radha. Hmm? In Vrindavan, Radha is the prime consort of Krishna. In Dwaraka, Rukmini is the prime consort of Krishna. Rukmini is a particular manifestation of, of Radha in Dwaraka Leela, and she's very submissive. In the Puri Leela, Krishna directly identifies Gadadhar with Rukmini. He doesn't do it at a time that corresponds with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu directly experiencing Radha Bhava, but that is the direction that the whole Puri Leela is going. The whole Puri Leela is moving in that direction. Mahaprabhu is refining what he's all about. And and, and through Sankirtan, he comes to, to internal bhajan and a solitary life, living in the Gambira, cutting himself off now from the, from the public and so forth. And he's trying to hone the whole, the, that which he's come to experience. Hmm? And, get, and as he goes in that direction, Garadhar has to move a little out of the picture. She puts Vishaka in the form of Ramananda Roy, Lalita, her best friends in Krishna Lila, in the form of Surabdhamada, as the, in, in charge of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, helping him in ways that her presence will get in the way of. And Gadadhar moves into the shadows. Hmm? Look, read the Auntie Leela. It's, it's Rup Damodar, it's, 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 it's uh, Ramananda Roy singing different verses to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, helping him and so forth, counseling him. Hmm? She has to be, Gadadhar has to be a little out of the picture. Hmm? But this important thing here is that his being out of the picture, properly understood, hmm? tells us that he's the most important person of all of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates. Without Gadadhar, Chaitanya could have never have been successful. Gaur Krishna could never have been successful in tasting Radha's love because she owns it. Only she can give it to him. She's hesitant to give it to him for what it may do to him, what the world may think of him, like a mad person chasing after Radha's love, what, what, how, what effect it will have on her to be in the limelight, Jairadhe. She likes to be in the background a little bit. Hmm? 
let Krishna be glorified. But he wants it, so all right. Then she has to go with him, as Gadadhar pointed. And it's not something you can get right away, very easily, very readily. It's very, very rare. And there's a specific culture and practice for that, and so forth. So he has to go through the whole course. And Gadadhar really, if you look very carefully, he is the guide through the whole of Mahaprabhu's lila in terms of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu trying to taste and he does it in a diminutive way, staying out of the way. He is with outstretched hands, hmm, giving his bhava himself hmm, entirely to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to Gaur Krishna. He's giving himself. What are you but your bhava? Hmm? He's giving his whole bhava. He's melting hmm, into the shadows at Todagopinath uh, Mandir. Hmm? But that diminishing, if you will, that this is this means he more glorious than Gore. Hmm? Understand? Gore is becoming rather. We think this is very extraordinary, but only possible because of Garadhar. Hmm? So his glory, if you will, exceeds that of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he does it in such a selfless and out of the way kind of way. A perfect example. He is very much Radha in terms of Radha being that person who shows the way, she is both deity and ideal of devotion for us. Hmm? Here in Gorli, the, the emphasis on is on her in terms of her being the way of devotion. Hmm? Completely selfless, gives her whole bhav over and moves out of the way, standing in the shadow as he bathes in the glory of his success. Hmm? We're all celebrating his success in the in the Gambira, and, 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 and who's thinking of Gadadhar? Hmm? You understand? She pushed him on stage, made him famous, everything, and then just disappeared. But he knows. Therefore, Gorgadai saved the best for the last. Gorgadadhar. Hmm? And last she comes in the, in the whole of Mangal Charan. The last comes Gadadhar. The whole of Mangal Charan, the last person in the in the um, Panchatattva mantra, this place is reserved for Gadada, but save the, la- the best for the last, something like that is the idea. Hmm? So we cannot estimate the glory of Gadada Pandi, the most important person of all of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, associates, but very difficult to fathom and to understand, very complex theologically spiritually, from a Rasik point of view, we see there have been mis- misunderstandings of him as well as, uh, as the Sun Pradaya has unfolded and uh, proceeded. So this is the point, of course, on which this whole discussion of Mongol Charn ends, but it, it is, we're talking about in terms of the end of Gaur-lila, the glory of Gadadhar. If, if you look carefully, it comes out. You have to pay, pay close attention. What does it Bhagavatam say? Nasta Sevaya. You won't get this from a cursory reading of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? Just like you won't find Radha from a cursory reading of Srimad Bhagavatam. Well, her name's not even mentioned. Hmm? Right? But Krishnas didn't say that that Gadada is Radha. Same person, Radha's name's not even mentioned in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? You don't understand, Radha, why her name's not mentioned. Why Gadadhar is 
is cast in the way he is in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm. Proper understanding of that to bring out, then we bring them to the fore. Hmm. So we and there, but this is actually the, the Panchatattva, after giving the Panchatattva mantra, this is of course just the end of the beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So then Krishnadas goes on with the rest. The, how the Panchatattva together, they plundered the storehouse of love of God and gave Sankirtan, through Sankirtan. They gave this. This is what they gave hmm, to the world. So we should have some theoretical understanding of this. This is what we're involved in. These are what these kirtans at Tevas Talkers House are about. This is what we're chanting for, to, to enter into the mystery of all these tattvas. Hmm? Gadadhar tattva, Radha tattva, the tattva Shivas, Gaur tattva, Nityananda hmm? tattva, and so forth. Sri Sri Gaur Gadadhar ki jai, Pancha tattva ki jai, Sri Radha Govinda ki jai, Krishna Balaramji ki jai, Sri Guru Vaishnava Guru Parampara ki jai, Bhakti Vinod Purivar ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, any question? Hmm? <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty staggering. I must say, it's a pretty incredible story huh? of of the personality of Godhead. <laughs> what is the time? Let's stop there. She see Gorgadhar Kijai. Good Premanandi.